It's the after talk. After talk. It is the after What's talk. Up? I'm meeting after, after talk. Rolls. What's up? After talk. Rolls. It's the after talk. Talk. It's the after talk. <laughs> What's up, what's up, what's up? Hello, hello, and how are you doing? Welcome to Up With and On What Presents, our meeting at the Crossroads Music Series, After Talk. Now, the After Talk is where we actually get a chance to go back a little bit and focus in on some of the interviews that we had early in the year with some of the artists. So sit back, relax, snap on the seatbelt, do whatever you got to do, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get nitty gritty and get a little bit around the edges of things, if you know what I mean. Jason Wills is a New York-based singer, dancer, actor, and writer. Originally from Maryland, Jason moved to New York to pursue a career in the arts and has been lucky enough to perform and tour the world in productions including Dreamgirls, Madagascar Live, Smokey Joe's Cafe, and most recently the Broadway First National Tour of Bronx Tale the Musical. His passion for music led him to record and release his first self-titled EP this year. The EP was released independently and is available across all major streaming platforms and includes four original songs written by Jason Wills. Okay, y'all, we are back for a special feature of After Talk. Now, this outside episode is called Sessions, still under the OMATC umbrella. See, if you're just tuning in, we finished our first season of After Talk, but have a few loose interviews and segments that are being featured in After Talk sessions. Well, we've been asked to interview some artists that are working on an EP album or have just released their very own. In this case, we have the opportunity to interview a new artist on the music scene, Jason Wills, whom I've known for years, way before he became the artist he is today. So we're going to get into this. He will tell us the type of artist he is, his process, pivots, and I'm going to ask a few questions and let him speak on his story. Folks, I give you Jason Wills in Why the Hell Not? So what's up, brother? What's up? How's everything going? I'm good. It's here. I'm it, excited. It it's is here. here. It is here. Finally. It is here. <laughs> um... I want to uh, just welcome you to the After Talk uh, sessions, which uh, you will be our first um, person in the hot seat, uh, so to speak, uh, for the sessions because we had a whole season of After Talk interviews and um, and featurettes and situations like that for the podcast that we did, and uh, now we're kind of doing like a side situation where we actually do private interviews that are a little bit more in in, in depth as well as uh, more detailed with the artist and the artist is you Jason Wills so yes um yeah the day is here the day is here it's time for you to uh uh do have your special day in the sun uh put you in the hot seat ask you a few questions (laughs) I'm ready (laughs) now we interviewed you before but we interviewed you as a your alter ego and some of the characters that you pull (laughs) on because people don't know that you're not only just a singer but you're an actor and um, yeah. with being an actor, you have a lot of comedian qualities. And so you have alter egos, you have different characters that you do. And we were lucky in the Our Meeting at the Crossroads episode uh, music series, able to interview your alter ego, Jean Eric. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to tell you, that's literally how this all came about. I, I'm going to start by saying, 
Donald Glover is a big in, influence to me because I want that career. Like okay. he's an amazing writer, comedic writer. Um, he's you know starring in his own um, own projects, his own TV shows, and he's also releasing music. That's who I want to be as yeah. an artist. And so when I did those characters initially, that was kind of my way of sneaking my music in, but doing it in a comfortable way. Like I'm com- I'm more comfortable being funny and being comedic yeah. and being an actor. You know, that's where I where I live. But I, I've always wanted to do music. Music is such a big part of me. And so I was like, well, how can I put out these little snippets of songs, but not like put out the songs? Okay, maybe I'm gonna write an entire character <laughs> around what I did, and so that was kind of my way of like dipping my toe in and getting it out there and yeah. getting and releasing it in a in a comfortable way. Yeah, it's, so, but there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, because sometimes we need to be able to approach certain things the way that we feel comfortable doing it, whether it's a. Uh, it's about not being not being judged or not being looked at or the high expectations, whatever the situation may be. Sometimes it's all about our process and yeah. uh, our journey. Yeah. And so if that's the journey you took, I mean, it was a hell of a journey and it was a good journey. It was funny. The characters <laughs> that you created, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it and other people did too. So <laughs> now before we get started with a lot of other stuff, uh, people don't know that we've met each other almost about 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. doing a musical uh, Madagascar and uh, we kept that friendship going on and on. I was just talking to my mom a few minutes ago and I said, yeah, I'm about to do an interview with Jason. And she said, now remind me which one's Jason. I said, Little Deacon. She said, oh, Little Deacon. Because <laughs> <laughs> all she saw was that you called me Deacon, Deacon, Deacon. on those posts and stuff like that. And yeah. then she, she was like, Little Deacon. I was like, well, that's not really the idea, mom, but sure. Yeah, Little Deacon. So, yeah, we met about 10 years ago doing Madagascar and whatnot. And um, through that, I knew you mostly as a dancer who was able to sing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, talk a little bit about your journey, because that's is that how a lot of people knew you as an actor dancer that was able to sing or what? what yeah, you? I mean, that honestly, it was kind of a self like self-fulfilling prophecy, really. I, you know... I got into musical theater um, kind of late to the game. So I, I wanted to be a recording artist in high school, college. Okay. Like, that's what I wanted to be was a recording artist. But I didn't think I sounded like anybody I was listening to. I didn't think I looked like anybody I was listening to. And so I kind of focused on a lot of things that I didn't have and talked myself out of it. And when I found theater, uh, I found a place that I could kind of perform and get in there and still use some of the things that I, I do have, my energy, the you know, the fact that I can dance, you know, that got me jobs. And yeah. while I didn't think I was, you know, the best singer, I could hold my own and so I could hide in ensembles and hide in 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 choruses and not necessarily be out in the open. And so you know, theater was a way for me to perform but still not be out there because I didn't think that I could. I didn't think I could be out yeah. front or well, anything like that. That was so that's, that not true, it. so I'm glad you came to the realization. <laughs> to say it this way, do you think through this horrible situation that we're going through in this pandemic and this COVID-19, that this was a chance for you to be able to kind of do that pivot and delve a little bit more into uh, music since we have so much time of our hands as our Yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely. I keep telling people this is the year, this was the year of why the hell not. 
right? It's like, okay, I've been this one thing my entire career, and then most recent, uh, most recently, I was lucky enough. I was on a, a Broadway national tour, the Bronx Hill Broadway national tour, and I got to perform a principal role, and that was one of the first experiences where I felt really validated in myself as a performer, as an artist. And that took a long time. I just didn't see myself in that way. And it took other people really kind of shaking me and and waking that part up in me. So I think really been like, I want to come into who I, the fully realized version of myself. It's like, I've been in my head with this my entire life. And we've seen this year, you know, this things are not promised to us. Things get taken away. We lose people. We lose our livelihood. We lose a lot of things at the mm-hmm. drop of a hat. So it's like, why not just do what you want to do while you're able to do it? Yeah, you know, why, yeah, why the hell not? Exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly. Now, where are you right now? You in uh, Maryland? I'm down in Maryland. I'm hanging with my parents for the uh, the holidays. I was looking up to. Yeah, I got. Uh, we had uh, all got tested before I drove down, okay. and then uh, yeah, so I got to drive down and uh, see my my parents and my little niece and nephew. My mom takes care of every day. So and that's where you. And that's where you're originally from, correct? Yeah, I'm originally from Maryland, like right outside of D.C. Um, okay. Maryland is home, but New York is definitely home. That's, I got you. you know. Now, what other things have you been up during the pandemic uh, other than uh, creating this new uh, essence of you that we're going to get? Uh, really quick? <laughs> I'm just that's really it. Man. I've just been trying to diverse, like diversify myself. Um, and find other avenues. I don't know, you know, we don't know when musical theater is going to come back. I don't know when I'm going to be on a stage again in that way. And so I don't, you know, as artists, you know, you can't, you don't just stop being an artist. You don't just stop doing that. I mean, that's not, I don't know. I've never felt that way. I, I didn't feel like I could just pivot to something else. So I was finding things within, um, yeah, within the arts to still to, to be able to still create and to express myself creatively. Yeah. Um, and I felt like since I couldn't be on the stage, since I couldn't be dancing, so I wasn't in front of an audience, like, what can I do? What have I always wanted to do? What has always been in here that I want to get out? And that's, you know, my comedic writing. That's yeah. the characters that I had in my head. And mainly this, like... I mean, I, yeah, I can call it a lifelong dream of fulfilling this, you know, part of myself that was always wanted to be like a pop star. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be MJ. I wanted to be Powerline in a Disney movie. Like, I wanted to be all of those things. And okay. that's how I saw myself, you know? And it doesn't mean that you need to fall back. You just need to fall into what you do. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, if, if you're falling back from anything, it's just trying to be them, be mm-hmm. them, you know? Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to fall back from being you because only you can be good at being you, so. And there's so many people in our business, you know, in, in theater who do release music. And I mean, I hear the music and I'm just like, I can't sing like that. Like, I don't do that. Like, I can't do this. And it's like, but, I do what I do, you know, and this yeah. is what I have to embrace. And this is what this year has been about is embracing that and loving that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Not everybody-
boom like an 808 Catch me like zoom, I accelerate Holding my breath when you caught my eye I can barely keep myself alive We create so yeah. obviously we see that you moved through music. I mean, whether it, it came through dance, whether it came through acting, musical theater, up until your alter egos, comedy, everything else until now. What made you want to jump in uh, this this recording music ring? And now I know you talked further about like you wanted to do it and the reason you didn't do it was because of this. So you kind of slid into it this way and <laughs> approached it this way. Um, It was just... I think it was it was right around August. I was just, you know, it was really kind of the dog days of, you know, lockdown, quarantine, pandemic, month four or five, whatever that was. And okay. it was just like, okay, I'm not happy right now. You know, like I'm, I'm creating stuff, but what am I, what am I doing? Like, what am I working towards? And I started to set goals of things that I wanted or just tried to reconnect with like dreams and things that I like hoping to do. And one thing that I always do, one thing I do like clockwork, I hear a song that I like and I can see an entire performance. I feel like it, I pretend it's my song. Like I wrote, I'm performing at award shows. I'm talking to like <laughs> on talk shows. Like I I, the whole yeah. fantasy is created. And it just became, it got to the point where I was like, why not just create my own stuff? Like, why not just do that myself? Why, do not, you? why, not, why not do that? Why not write my own song that I can create this music video to in the style that I want, in the feel that I want? Um, that's another thing that I really enjoyed doing on this album was there's some dance stuff to it. There's some hip hop, like there's like, um, there's some R and B, like this pop, like there's all these different genres that I've, that I've done in these four songs. And I felt really empowered doing it. It was like, okay, I want to do this. I want to make an EP. I want to make songs. I want to do an album. Okay, what style does it have to be? And it was like, it doesn't have to be anything. I just can do what I want. Um, that was just really, I don't know, it was just really empowering. But I was tired of living inside my head. And I was I like, All right, let's let's put this out. Um, and I would play things here and there for people. and Oh, that's nice, like some little melody. And I would hear little melodies I would write, you know, um, and that's another thing I mentioned, Boise, that, I forgot to even mention this, that's a lot of how this started, was yeah. with finding these little loops and stuff on Boise and being able to just record little hooks or melodies. That's yeah. how a lot yeah. of these songs started. Yeah. Um, yeah. And from there, finding these producers who, you know, had these beat markets and working with them and getting beats and then writing to beats. And then it just all came together. It was like, yeah, yeah. Now, so what is the difference between the music that uh, you started with messing around with Voicey, like the Voicey app, and what you actually have done and packaged now as your album? So there, so on Voicey, it's like the it's it's like minute long loops of, mm -hmm. of some of these tracks, right? Just a section of the track that you can kind of write to, um, and then I would find the user, uh, um, usually the producer or the beat maker, and 
um, and get in contact with them and then find their beat market. And then on their beat markets are the full versions of, of, of most of those. Oh, I didn't beats. know that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you pretty much just private message them and then ask them, like, hey, yeah, do you, I really hey, do dug this tune. You have the full yeah. version. And what's Some the process? Them, Is it costly? Is it. Uh, you know what? It's very affordable. That's why I even jumped on it because it was there's tiers that you can license their music for. So okay. you can license this for a year for a certain amount of streams for this for that, um, and it's it's affordable. And it, what I love about it is it allows people like me. You know, I'm not a signed artist. You know, I decided I wanted to do this, and I decided I wanted to make an album. So it helps somebody like me with you know meager means to you know find music be able to write and be able to still do things on my own um which is what this album was sounds like a commercial you too at home you too at home (laughs) (laughs) but literally it was me in my closet my blue yeti you know usb mic um and garage band recording music and mixing and finding things and it was trial and error and it but it was you know it was it this process and um allowed for me to do that because it was affordable because of how you can get in contact with these producers so easily like it was really great and a lot of them are really nice and and really helpful and if that wasn't if their beat wasn't in the beat market a lot of them were comfortable you know making it for you and and sending you something. So how many producers did you end up working with? Um, So I ended up, I got a couple of of, of beats from various producers, but I ended up only working with two for this album, um, Paul Haas and Tansu Beats. Okay. um, They each have two tracks on the album. And I, yeah, they were really great and really supportive when I would buy, um, buy from their beat market. They answered any questions I had. Um, and I've been able to send them music and so they can hear what I've been working on. But yeah, it was it was a really painless process. Shout out to Mike Ruckles, my uh, vocal coach in New York, because I know he Mike. was one of the first people. Yeah, he's one of the first people to tell me. I remember he said to me and these words like hit me like a ton of bricks. He was like, oh, no, you absolutely have a principal voice. OK, you absolutely have a principal voice. You just need Mike to like Michael Yeah, he's like he's like I wouldn't tell you that if I didn't believe it. And we have to, you know, there are just things that you can do to make your singing a lot easier. I almost started crying in the room because nobody had ever said that to me. Nobody had ever viewed me in that way, and um, I never viewed my voice in that way. I, I was like, it, it's I can't be in the front. That's not the sound that they want to hear. And he was like, I don't know what we're talking about. It was very matter of fact about. Me. What were some of your vocal inspirations or what artists influenced you for this album? Um, I, I would have to say, like, I mean, if you, if I'm going, it just going song by song, like if I was going song by song, like I would hear a track, let's say um, Inside, the Inside remix is a, it's like okay. a hip hop trap song, right? And the second the beat started and I heard, you know, I was like, oh, I'm feeling like it's Drake, it's Lil Wayne, it's okay. And then that's who I, that's who I feel like I was trying to channel when I, when I, you know, recorded the song. Um, I'm not a rapper. (laughs) I'm not a rapper (laughs) by any means. But I was like, oh, I hear this. I hear 
I hear the yeah. flow, I hear the vibe of the song, I hear the mood, and that is what I can tap into. Um, another track tonight uh, is like this dance track. It's really like carefree and it's light, and it was giving me um, Michael Jackson "Rock with You" vibes, and that's the feel. You know, that's the feel I wanted to give. Just this bouncy kind of carefree, happy. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so. Yeah, like it's just each song had somebody. There was a like it was the weekend that like I I heard a lot. I was listening to a lot of his music and heard a lot of his voice and tone in the beats that I was using. Okay. Um, yeah, Rihanna, just I don't know what it is. I don't, what, what can I how can I describe it? It's like in diamonds her voice the trance the kind of trance nature of her voice um it it's just that that feel like i was trying to get that kind of groove move feel like from her but like i I wanted to capture that and um uh the song my first single actually insecure that was one of the uh, singles i tried to capture that mood with but so each song had you know, somebody's influence that I was kind of channeling. Um, so you didn't have no Gaga influence this time? No, no Gaga. You know, I, I Folks, me and Jason Gaga. used to go back and forth in the car by Gaga. He was like, you are not going to talk about my Gaga. She is one of the greatest. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until she started doing some other things. And I was like, damn, Jason got a point here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, um, no, you know, it, what I love about Lady Gaga is that she's a she's she's theater, you yeah. know. She's drama. She's theater. Um, I'm that. Any that's just who I am, you know. But I think as musically, nah, I just wasn't. I it, I was surprised too because I was what I ended up writing to and the beats that I ended up going with is just not what I had expected at all. At all. Um, but. It's just what where it took me, and when I heard it, and how easily the lyrics flowed out, how easily the melodies flew, uh, flow, uh, flow out of me. Like that's just yeah, it's just kind of what happened. But don't don't count it out. There might be a, a might pop be. <laughs> dance. A remix something. version or something? I mean, maybe. I might be in a costume. I might I might actually be Powerline from a Disney movie. Look a goofy movie. You. Yeah, because <laughs> you were talking about that even when you were um, when we were interviewing you by John Eric. But since, real. I brought, since I brought that up and you talked about Powerline and I'm talking about John Eric, are any of those songs you did as the alter ego John Eric are going to make any appearances in this album? Yes, yes, okay. actually. Um, so... Insecure were all Jean Eric tracks, and then all of it was also a Jean Eric track. But but I I reworked it completely. It sounds completely different. Gotcha. The lyrics are the same, but it sounds that's a whole like, other vibe. I got you. Yeah. But hey, yeah. that's music. That's what we do as artists, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, how many songs are going to be on the album? So this uh, EP has four, four tracks. Okay. Um, released the first single. I released the first single back in November, November 20th. Okay. Um, uh, Insecure. So thank you, everyone, who has been streaming. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, and plug, get down with it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Already on Spotify. Come um, on now. Come across with it. all music platforms. Excuse me, not just... 
uh, exclusively Spotify, um, Apple Ranger 83. Um, so yeah, this is exciting. It's, you know, yeah, I'm excited, man. This is, I'm ready for it to, to like drop. I'm ready for everybody to hear it. Um, I feel like I've been teasing stuff and <laughs> I've been kind of jumping back in, jumping out, jumping yeah. in, jumping out for so long that it's like, all right, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's go. Now, you say you've been jumping in, jumping out for so long, kind of tease me with stuff. What was the process like? How long did it take, you know? Um, well, the actual journey with that. Yeah, the actual recording process was a few months. So I didn't put any, you know, I try not to put any pressure on myself, but I mean, I would wake up in the morning, I'd feel inspired, and I'd start recording. Um, and it sometimes it would be hours. Um, a lot of times it was late night. Like I would start at like midnight, and then I'd be up recording till like three o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna say it again. We're Sagittarius. We are creatures of the night, so it's like <laughs> we do our best work when everybody else is. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was yeah. like, I would be up, and I mean, fully wired at three o'clock in the morning, writing lyrics, mm-hmm. trying harmonies, trying this, you know. Um, and so that's pretty much what it was. It was me in my room, in my closet, you know, Mike in the closet amongst my clothes. Not in the closet uh, again. We ain't doing that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> but, you know, like I, I, there was no. First of all, in the pandemic, you know, I'm not really going to anybody's studio at the moment. I couldn't really do that. Um, and but I did have some means to get a mic. I had some means to you know create this little space for myself, and that's what I did. That's what, another reason why it's this uh, it means so much to me. Excuse me, it's because you know I did this in my my room. You know, I, I recorded these songs that that do you know that have meaning to me um, in my room in my space. Um, and now I get to share them with people, not just my roommate who has been so gracious enough to listen to everything that I, <laughs> that I do. <laughs> I'm glad they like it because otherwise that would be like, damn, this dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? What is um, going on? Um, but yeah, yeah. That's cool. So well, let's, it, talk, let's talk a little bit about the art and the um, the album cover, that type of yeah. art. What it symbolizes uh, to you, you know, what the some or what what's the meaning of it for you? Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I wanted to do something. So I, again, was just trying to find this, trying to find something that was would show what I was feeling. And what I wanted to show was the my duality, the duality that I feel like I, I live in sometimes. Okay. There's this, there's the face that I, you know, who I was, you know, most of my life, the kind of muted version of myself that has slowly been come, you know, been kind of broken away over the years. That muted version has kind of been, you know, pushed to the side over the years, thankfully. But inside, I've always felt like this, you know, glittery, loud, you know, just out there kind of person. I just, I've always felt like that. I've always felt energetic and loud and this and personality. And throughout the years, you know, that just kind of, when you're different, it just kind of, um, it kind of gets not beat out of you. I hate to use that immaturity. You You know, it kind of gets, you know, knocked out of you a bit. As survival, and and that's what I did to survive. And you know, um, growing up and being closeted was it it 
it made me close all that off. It made me hide all of that. Yeah. And so I wanted this album cover to show, you know, there's this one face that's there, you know, but inside is this just loud, sparkly, glittery, <laughs> colorful it's just person. Just waiting. Just waiting to express myself. You know, I'm ready to be out there and to live loud. And um, why? Well, why not? Like, why can't I? Why couldn't I do an album with different genres or, you know, and just meander and do what I want? Um, and whatever inspires me. That's, I kind of dig that way more than, um, I don't want to say limiting myself because I don't think it's limiting to know what you love and what you do. But I don't want to only just do one genre. I, I prefer to use them all if I can. <laughs> you know, if I'm yeah. inspired by it, I want to use it. I love so many different types of music that it would, it makes sense to me to want to record in any different type um, and not feel like I only can be one thing. Understood. Especially as a black artist, you know what I'm saying? It's like, are you a hip-hop artist? Are you a rapper? Yeah. Are you an R&B singer? Like, what are you? Like, it's like, like but, one area, you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And we're not allowed to, like, move genres like that. They don't, you know, it, for whatever reason. And it's, it's so like, crazy. It's like, it's crazy. I'm not going to be in the same mood all the time, you know? So right. I mean, be, you know, Beyonce had a whole country song and it, that song was amazing. Uh, that, uh, what is it? Daddy, uh, Daddy's, Daddy Issues or Dad, I think it was, it was on Lemonade, but it was, um, I think it was Daddy Issues. Okay. And, um, she, it was a whole country song that the Dixie Chicks covered too, and it was like they refused to let it on the country, you know, the uh, the country charts. Like the CMAs were through that she was performing there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, why can't we? You know, she's from Houston. Yeah. She has country roots. They just like, don't want us to have Texas. everything. They're like, no, you can only have one thing. I mean, yeah, it's like I don't, just mean us as, uh, I don't just mean us as blacks. That is the story a lot of the time. But I just yeah. mean us as artists. They like to pigeonhole us in certain areas. It's like, no, what exactly? They 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 need yeah. to know what you are. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, you don't need to just listen. If you like it, you like it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was gonna say that's why I like to move through different genres because yeah. it's like. You know why? Why not? I, I I would rather not be, you know, constrained to one thing or being told I have to do this because I'm gonna tell you I'm not I'm not, you know. Well, I'm gonna stop saying everything that I'm not. I'm gonna stop doing that because I've been trying not to do that. I hear that. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like I. I am what I am, and what I am is all of those things. I am what I am. <laughs> and what I am. <laughs> so you're really enjoying this ride with uh, being in this new arena, I would say. And I say yeah. that, that you have never been singing. You've always sang, but I mean, this recording arena, having an EP, having an album, having the artist released, all this kind of stuff, being that type of artist, you're really having a ball doing that. Oh, yeah, man. It's... Yeah, I mean, it's just been like, it's a, it, it sounds cliche to say, but it really is a dream come true. It's like, oh, I'm really fulfilling a dream that I've always wanted to do. It's something I've always had, and I've always thought that I needed other people mm -hmm. to help me do it or to allow me to do it or give me permission to do it. 
Um, and it's like, I don't need anybody's permission to be myself. <laughs> I don't need, no, you don't. I don't need, it's you. Because it's, it's me. Yeah, you like, know, this is what I want to do. I don't need to be me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's exactly. It's like, I don't. Like, what no, the hell no. is this? <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I don't need. You know, that happens so much. It's just in, in our world of politics and government. It's like we have to have, ask permission, you know? Mm-hmm. I gotta mm-hmm. give you money that I earned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how does that work? But uh, man, it's been such a pleasure, man. Um, interviewing you and talking to you and yes. getting to know this process because, like I said, I've known you for about ten years now, and it's just it's so wonderful to hear your journey and to actually be able to visualize it and see it through your words. And um, I'm just so proud of you with the different steps that you made. Not that one step is bigger than the other. It's just another avenue. And I'm glad. I mean, like I say, it's always crazy to say that out of this negative situation, something wonderfully uh, positive has come out of it for a lot of us uh, to be able to create and be productive and proactive and not be in the slump that a lot of artists and a lot of people are in. A lot of people are in depression right now. A lot of yeah. people just really doubting themselves. And the pivot in their career is not as easy as it is for others. And I know yeah. a lot of people were checking on me in the beginning. They're like, man, you all right? Because I know you're so used to moving around. I'm like, I'm actually fine. I just started doping into some other things. You know, I started doing mm-hmm. that stuff and the interview stuff. And I'm like, I, you know, as long as I'm busy, I'm cool. But if I have nothing to do, then yeah, you need to check on me. <laughs> For sure, you definitely need to check on me. Well, Jason Wills, man, it has been a pleasure, never a choice. Thank you. I'm wishing you the best of success on this journey. Live it up, turn it loose. Uh, live in your life, have fun. Live, laugh, love. And uh, keep entertaining the people, man. Keep them All right. Um, Thank you, my brother. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Well, on behalf of Up With It Only Productions, we'd like to thank you for hanging out for our meeting at the Crossroads after talk. Now, your attention and time is much appreciated, and we look forward to having you checking in for more later on. Remember, success is only an arm's length away. Stay safe, stay home if you can, and if not, keep practicing social distance with a healthy and cautious way of life. Up With It Only, folks. After talk, what's the haps? What's the scoop? What's going on? After Talk. It's the After Talk.